Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. Hello, men, and welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, how to have emotions without causing problems. So um, this is more of a personal episode. This is something I was talking about in my uh, therapy yesterday. And, you know, it's something that I'm, yeah, learning, trying to figure out is how do we still feel emotion without getting overwhelmed by it without, you know, doing extreme things. If we feel extreme anger or sadness or, you know, whatever. So I feel like I'm on a good track and wanted to share that with you today. How do we still be, have emotions be part of this? To me, emotional strength is being able to feel emotions, you know, not just like controlling them, stuffing them down, which is, I think, even though I talk about it not being that, I think internally I still kind of felt that way and kind of unlock some things yesterday that I want to share. So um, yeah, my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high-achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some wins from guys in my program, the Strong Men Strong Marriages program, where guys come in, they really apply the principles of this program. Uh, guys are having increased mental and emotional connection, having those conversations, deepening that friendship, having more fun, going on dates, super fun to watch. Uh, increased physical intimacy, holding hands, kissing, sex, you know, all those Great things that make a marriage uh, special, make that relationship special. Uh, one gentleman prepared a really romantic dinner for his wife, and they had a great time doing that, something they hadn't done for a while. Um, guys are telling telling us that they're having this increased ability to express what's going on inside of them. Yeah, you know, Being able to identify, hey, here's what I'm thinking and feeling. Um, and even I'll share some examples from this morning with my wife and I. But guys are figuring this out, right? How do I express myself in a more clear way? Guys are starting to ask for what they want. A lot of us, uh, you know, we subscribe to this happy wife, happy life. We don't really ask our wife for what we want. So guys are breaking out of that, learning to ask their wife for what they want and getting it lots of times. A lot of times, if you ask effectively, you're going to get what you're looking for. And for me, a big win this week was just, again, the therapy yesterday you helped me unlock some things I'm going to share with you today. So, you know, what... Um, what happened for me is that in my life and in the experience I had with, with people, it seemed to me that if you felt extreme emotions or intense emotions, that led to intense or dangerous behaviors. So, you know, for example, people close to me growing up had seemed to have these like extreme ups and downs of emotions to where they'd become really angry, you know, violent even, uh, and then feel really down, be in bed, not able to get out of bed for days at a time. Um, so uh, people feeling depressed, feeling anxious to severe, uh, to extreme levels, panic attacks, depressed to where they're feeling suicidal, even had a, someone close to me um, uh, die from suicide. So, you know, in my mind, the way I was equating this is, you know, these were due to letting emotions get out of control, you know, like letting those emotions just take over and, you know, take you to someplace really dangerous. Um, so in the session I had with my therapist yesterday, we talked about how, you know, I was in my mind equating, you know, emotion to behavior. If you felt an emotion that made you act a certain way, you'd get like carried away by this emotion. So really the 
the job that I took in my mind was I have to just decrease the intensity of that emotion. I have to calm that down so I don't get carried away to these extreme behaviors. So yeah, you know, I tried to internally dial down that volume. So what that looked like for me is, you know, spending time trying to decrease their intensity to where, you know, most people, if they meet me, they'll say, oh, like, he's just so calm. He's so, you know, cool. He's collected. Um, or he, he seems to be happy a lot, right? Which I think is true. In the house, though, people see that, you know, I do get angry. Uh, I do get, and it really shows sad very much, probably because of some of this stuff, uh, starting to a little bit more now. But anyway, people would say, yeah, you seem really level, but it's because I've tried to manage these emotions so much internally because I was worried that letting them go to an extreme would lead me to extreme behaviors and dangerous behaviors, dangerous to myself, dangerous to other people. I think too, working in a psychiatric hospital uh, as part of my training, you know, you see people that are really depressed and suicidal and have attempted suicide. Uh, you see people that are manic and are dangerous because of that, because their mood is so elevated. Uh, you see people who are psychotic and behaving in ways that are dangerous because of that. Now, you know, some of that's emotion, some of it isn't, you know, of its brain chemistry and that sort of thing. But um, again, to me, it was just kind of more evidence of, okay, like extreme emotion, that's dangerous, that leads to dangerous behaviors. So yeah, I was trying to decrease their intensity, um, try to not feel them, try to problem solve quickly. If I felt sad, I'd be like, okay, like, what do I need to do to, to not feel sad? So you know, I try to reason them away with different thinking. And part of what we do in the program is learning to look at those thoughts better. But actually, when you allow the emotion first, it actually lets you get to the thoughts better, lets you get to the deeper thoughts that are driving that versus just being kind of superficial. Oh, I'm sad because, uh, you know, this investment went poorly. You know, this is a real life example. So I can just say, well, I get it. I just got to go fix it, right? And not let myself kind of feel sad about that. Um, and look, problem solving, it's important. But also if I were to let myself feel that a little bit more, maybe I'd get to something deeper of what drove me to do that, why I was wanting to do that, um, the, the deeper need for money or success in that. So allowing that emotion will allow me to get to the deeper thoughts and beliefs and experiences that drove that and actually let me problem solve at a deeper level versus just kind of the superficial. Okay. Like there's logistical things that need to be taken care of, which is important. Um, but again, it kind of like kept me superficial in my emotions. Didn't let me go to depths of emotion, uh, intensity of emotion. So look, doing this, it does work in some ways, but it's, you know, it helps me problem solve, help me get stuff done. But uh, also it's kept me disconnected from my own emotions overall. You know, there'd be just like, well, you know, how does this feel? How does that feel? You know, what would it be like to, to be at like a middle ground of emotions? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. Um, so yeah, distance from my own emotions, being able to even just say, uh, like this morning I texted my wife, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Just doing that right to me was a big step or the other night at dinner, just telling the kids, Hey, like I'm feeling irritated with what you're doing. Just that for me is a big step to just identify to other people what I'm feeling, uh, which paradoxically helps kind of, um, you know, I was really big on decreasing the intensity of emotions and it does decrease the intensity of them. But I think also it's, it's not just decreasing the intensity. It's like letting them, 
flow through. Um, so my therapist the other day, she talked about a guy who talks about emotions like farts. And like, if you hold in a fart, you know, it's, it's dangerous for you. Um, if, uh, yeah, you just have to kind of let it pass through you and then you're feeling more comfortable after which is something your body needs to do. It's kind of a funny analogy, but I think uh, useful in some ways, but anyway, so trying to manage my emotions or control them so much, uh, kept me disconnected from my emotions, disconnected from other people's emotions, had pretty low tolerance for what I had called emotional weakness, which was basically feeling anything. <laughs> was emotional weakness. Um, but the other thing that, you know, got pointed out to me yesterday in, in therapy was it kind of created a short fuse for me where, you know, because I was kind of stuffing this kind of underlying irritation or frustration, you know, when something would come up and I felt disrespected or ignored by my kids, I would just jump quickly to like a lot of anger. Um, and also extremes of thinking like, well, you know, this kid might as well move out of the house because they're not, appreciating me, you know, that sort of thing. And then on the other end of that being like, Oh, I love my kids. They're so amazing. And just like jumping to these extremes instead of just landing somewhere in the middle of like, yeah, eventually they're going to leave the house and that's, that's normal development. And I can enjoy these moments. And sometimes they're irritating and sometimes they're fun. And that's just kind of how it goes. You know, having those emotions that are more kind of in that middle range instead of like the extreme ups and downs. So, yeah, you know, the, uh, it also, I was just like quick to try to fix emotions. Um, you know, so if I feel this, oh, what I didn't do to, to make it go away. So yeah, all of this doesn't really work because it's not what might be called processing emotions, letting them flow through you, which is kind of like shuts them down, but then they come out in other kind of weird ways or jump out all of a sudden, uh, that sort of thing. So what I need to do for myself and what I expressed to you guys today is just kind of disconnecting this idea of intensity of emotion to intensity of action. Like I can still feel intense emotions without taking an intense action. Like I can still feel angry, like really angry, livid, um, and not hurt somebody physically, right? I can take that emotion, feel it in an extreme way, name it. I'm feeling really angry. I'm feeling livid. I'm feeling um, uh, enraged, right? And my vocabulary for this expanding from this app called How We Feel, which I definitely recommend. Um, so just like degree, a high degree of anger, right? So, but instead of screaming at my kid, telling them it's their problem, which I've definitely done stuff like that, um, I can feel that anger, go outside and like throw a medicine ball. That's something I like to do. Um, and then just let that anger pass through, let it be, you know, let myself feel it, let myself do an action that lets it pass through me and then come back and kind of problem solve from there, you know, at a, at a better level, you know, at a more understanding, calm level, understanding them, expressing myself, the stuff that we teach about communication, right? So yeah, you know, I can let that emotion run through me and out of me through these healthier things, being a punchy bag, or even just saying how I feel, you know, just saying, Hey, I feel irritated with what you said right there. Hey, I feel uh, overwhelmed by all the things you're asking me to do this morning. You know, those are just examples from last night and today as I'm trying to apply this a little bit more. Um, so yeah, like I can let the emotion be there and still fix things without being the fix for the emotion. So um, 
Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get to an example here in just a second. I think this will this will help. So versus you know holding it in, dialing it down, acting like it's not there, just jumping straight to the problem solving without actually feeling the emotion, all of that. So what are the steps? So this morning, my wife comes in and tells me, hey man, you you said you would take care of the chickens and you didn't. And now their food, it's all wet. They don't have it. So just like, are you going to do this or not? Um, and so, you know, here's what I could do. <laughs> so what, one thing I could do is not feel any of that. I could get mad at her. I could be like, well, you know, why didn't you do it? This was your idea to get the chickens, even though it's kind of not like it was a joint idea, but I could get defensive, right? And mad at her, uh, which would kind of not give me access to what I was actually feeling. Um, I could just jump straight to problem solving. Like, okay, I'll go take care of it right now, you know, without feeling the emotion of it. So instead, what I was able to do a little bit better this morning is, you know, the steps that I teach in the program for feeling emotion, which is, and maybe feeling, I think for guys, right, at least for me, feeling emotion sounds kind of weird, but like processing, um, letting emotion flow through you. I don't know. We got to find like a good term that sounds more masculine for this. <laughs> but, um, expressing emotion. Um, yeah. Farting emotion. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to think about this, but so the steps I can take, right? So she comes in, Hey, you didn't do this. I can take some breaths, right? Tune into my body, take a little breaths. Uh, I use the, how we feel app, which helps, helps me just like name the emotion. So, yeah, I looked through there or it kind of shows when it, it was discouraged, you know, feeling kind of disheartened or uh, because of what, what happened. Like, oh man, yeah, you know, I said I'd do that. I didn't, I do feel discouraged. She pointed that out, kind of let her down. So I feel discouraged. So then I can feel that in my body, in my chest feels kind of heavy, right? And then deal with it. So the way I can deal with it is to, you know, allow it to pass through me, go take care of the chickens, which I did, apologize, which I still need to do. So those are all things that will help me process that. Oh, I felt discouraged, but Hey, you know, I can go take care of this. I can apologize. I can make things better. You know, that lets it pass through in an appropriate way. So now that emotion it's, it's processed is a term. Some people use it's farted. It's flowed through it's experienced. Um, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a good word, but uh, I'll let you know if I, if I come up with one. <laughs> so as a review, right, we can feel intense emotions without having to act in intense or dangerous ways. Like I can feel really mad and let myself feel an intensity of that and not hurt somebody. I can feel really anxious and not shut down. I can feel fearful and still do the thing anyway. Can still I can feel sad and not get suicidal, right? I can just cry or get support from people or do those kind of things, right? So I can feel intense emotions, but not act in intense ways. I don't have to get carried into dangerous behaviors. I don't have to shut down and stop working if I feel sad. I can still feel intensely sad and just do things that will help that go through me, pay attention to it, right? So I can let the emotion flow through and flow out in healthy ways. One guy that I worked with said, yeah, emotions, it's like a river, right? It's flowing through. You got to let it flow through. The way you let it flow through is by allowing it. And kind of our natural place is to be full of joy. And I think we find that from God and in the scriptures that he wants us to be joyful. But also these are parts of it. You know, it said Jesus was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. So he felt sad sometimes. 
It's normal for us too as well. Helps us connect with other people. So the steps we can take, right? Take a couple of breaths, tune into your body, name your emotion, the How We Feel app talks about this. And that does decrease the intensity of the emotion. But I think, and you know, I've always looked at it kind of like turning down the dial, like let's just chill this emotion out. I think probably a better way to think about it is just this, you know, addressing it, letting it flow through, you know, farting it, whatever. It's just, um, you're letting it be seen, okay? And that lets it kind of flow through. So naming it, you know, lets it flow through. Uh, feel it, internal awareness, that increases your emotional intelligence. Okay, here's where I feel discouragement. For me, it's in my chest. Then deal with it, you know, let it be there, let it flow through, you know, do stuff that lets it pass through you, okay? For sadness, maybe that's crying, right? That's a natural way for that emotion to process through you. Um, for anger, it's probably movement. For anxiety, also probably movement, action, right? These are all things that you can do that will let that process through you, let you, you know, uh, let it flow through you versus like stopping it up, not addressing it, which then leads to more problems. Okay. So talk a lot about emotions, emotional strength today, um, emotional strength and skill. So this is stuff you learn if you come into strong men, strong marriages. We really get into this. These are things that unfortunately a lot of us didn't learn at school or at home and the models that we had maybe weren't that great at teaching these things. So we we learned this. How do you manage your emotions well? How do you manage your thoughts well? How do we build up our self-esteem, self-confidence, and self-worth in ways that are uh, solid, consistent with Christian values um, that aren't based on comparison that's going to kind of uh, create problems for us? How do I communicate well, express myself, ask for what I want, listen well? How do we bring fun and flirting back? This is stuff we talk about. Guys are getting great results, as you heard beginning and I'd love to have you be part of it. So yeah, come apply to join us, visit strongmen.io or the link in the show notes. You'll click uh, just work with me on there and uh, yeah, fill out an application. We'll get you the best next steps for you. All right. So stay strong men and we will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.